podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Brand new season, brand new dawn for Formula One. It's the Bahrain Grand Prix. And it's lights out and away we go. We are the green, green, green. This for my kids. I'm your host Richard and we're here today to review the Bahrain Grand Prix live from Bahrain. Here to join me today to review the uh, Grand Prix is none other than Kwame. Kwame, how are we doing bro? I'm good brother. We're live. we outside. We came through in Bahrain. Yeah man, shout out you man. Shout out the fans. Shout out the fans. You know, right, next up we've got Chris. Chris, how are we doing bro? Yeah, I'm good though. <laughs> 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 what? <Yeah. laughs> Delay him <laughs> I was thinking about what I was saying. What's the lad again? He ain't okay, man. What's the lad again? It's been a long day, I mean. Yeah, true. It's been a long day. Yeah. Alright, and uh, Swizzy Rick, how are we doing, buddy? Cripping today, yeah? Cripping? Hey, don't put that on me. We're up in the blues, man. We're up in LA. We're up in the blues. Hey, it's been very blue this trip, actually. You know, bro, the mix and stuff has been very blue. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's not even my color. My color's purple. Is it? Yeah, it's not. Team LH, yeah. Team LH? <laughs> PG10 were like, Listen, how dare you, bro? I'm eating more of my PG10 stocks than my LA stocks. You know how mad that is? Yeah, she's so tall if you play for a time, bro. But, anyways, right. Mahat, how are we doing today, bro? I'm a McLaren fan. Why are you asking me how I'm doing? What the what? I'm just. I'm a I, fan. I ask in general, bro. I'm just asking in general, bro. I'm not what? You're not what? Oh, okay. Bless all. No more. I've seen that. I saw Lando doing testing laps in a race. Yeah. He pitted him 19 times. Crazy. They might as well put an aero rake on it. Crazy. I saw Oscar DNF because I don't know what happened. Gearbox sound. Yeah. Cars are shit box, right? Yeah. And then, yeah, we're just slow with it. The hallway. And I'm better with it. That's it. I'm not there. But every saying, oh, look. My hands you're in Bahrain, you watch the team fail, da, da, da. I was here scouting F2, F3 talent, man. <laughs> but is it about the engineers? Because you don't need the drivers at this shoot. No, listen, I'm, I'm my agent. Yeah? I'm trying to find the next Hamilton. Is that why you're dressed like an employee? <laughs> Anyways, should we start off with... Okay, yeah, you know, um, not much time, uh, cause got to catch a plane soon. 
Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say Bahrain trip was real good. Uh, had a lot of fun, saw a lot of different things. You know, for it being a first time, uh, it was pretty um, interesting to see how many people that you know, how many different people that we had that were around and stuff like that. Um, all the different events. It was a bit of like a like a festival thing. Funny enough, it was kind of um, a whole lot of different events uh, that weren't necessarily related to um, Formula One itself. Uh, but they did make like a festival out of it, like a day out of it, which was pretty good. Um, and yeah, I mean, getting onto the race itself, um, I need to make sure I let people know. Uh, yes, they have. We won. Mm. We won. That's it. You know what I mean? It's 1 0 to us mm. at the moment. A lot of people had a lot of talk yesterday. Uh, yeah, ended up in P20. I said I had hope. I was like, yo, look, we can make it up to P9. Or, or we can make it up into the points. Mm. We just need to put in a good drive that I know Gazi can put in. I know he can put in a good drive, even though there were other cars around him uh, that were in and around that same uh, performance uh, as the Alpine, if not better. Um, I mean, like, for Aston Martin, it's like insane how, how, how much higher they've shot up as well. I mean, you've got Toto Wolf saying that they're probably like the second fastest team right now which is like insane uh so yeah like Gazi getting points that's all i could ever want right now that's all i could ever want especially seeing after the alpine was just like not quick at all um yeah so what are you eating man what to say what are you eating hey. maybe maybe because you use a spy because you was there your, your gussy top one yes seen them laugh yeah 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 power disposition on top of the back yeah I mean, hey, listen, that top on the hat, 140. Yo, I'm bleeding. I'm bleeding to rep the team. Like, I need people, I need the listeners to know, like, I am bleeding to rep the team. This ain't no joke thing. Guys, they have forever, bro. Did you tap forever? Yeah, I was forever. Cool. Uh, So, let's talk about um, Quali. Okay. So, of course, we make Quali laugh and whatnot. So, um, Kwame, let's get your thoughts on the quality as a whole. So, what do you think of it? Who, who impressed you? Who didn't return to um, all that shows? Yeah. Quality was interesting. I felt like it was a good kind of um, mix of what happened, but there was a few shocks here and there. Um, I feel like the biggest shock uh, for me was uh, Hockenberg getting to uh, Q3, yeah. into, especially yeah. if they get to P10. I mean, that Haas car, um, he had a uh, magazine, he didn't make it out of Q1. Um, and... Um, Yes, you know, they've got you know, a lot of flying parts, but, you know, we, you know, I don't think people thought they would be that high up there, especially that comfortable. So, he did a good job. Um, I feel like the Williams as well. Um, Noble Sargent got the same, um, exactly the same time as um, Norris. Um, he himself qualified at P11. And even though he made it out of Q1, that's still a good um, shooting for rookie in his um, first quarter session. And he even had the album, he got into uh, Q2 as well. So, I feel like, you know, them three were quite sharp. And also Yuki as well. Um, I quite find the freeze. I mean, the freeze was. If you take away, you know, Gazi's, you know, delete time, man was basically at the back of the grid. And um, we got uh, Yuki into um, into Q2. So I feel like them four drivers, um, the midfield is very close and, and tight. We saw that in the quality. What gap of what, 1.1 seconds between first and the full 20 uh, grids, full 20 cars in the grid, which is insane. I mean, uh, you've got to give it to what's born here. You know, he's. Cooking with his regulations because 
only in the second season we've seen gaps getting closed already. So, Cody was fun, man. Long story short, nice surprises there as well. Yeah, cool. Uh, Chris, uh, what's your takeaways from Cody then? Any highlights who impressed you, who didn't impress you, or just anything in general? Um, people impressed me. Hulkenberg, he was quite high up. Um, obviously, obviously, Lando did well. Logan being the best of rookies, like he did his thing. Um, I would say the Alpha Mayo kind of disappointed me because I expected more from Bottas. But we don't know, it's the first race, we don't know how things will ever flow. So, but it was, it was a good experience. It's like it's very different to see it live in the flesh in person. You can see like some drivers, like the Williams and especially the McLaren, the way they'll see soaring at the wheels at turn one or two quite violently trying to keep the cars under control. It's very different experience and you can see the way the, the, the car dip, the track dips and moves as well. So it's like very different, much, much more like, it's much more aggressive than you see it on TV. So it's like seeing it in person is a lot different and the feel of it in person is a lot different. So it made it, although you can't keep on top of everything, it made it a lot more, like you understand a lot more what it feels like to be in the car, just being there in person. No, yeah, most definitely. Um, so, Bahad, what's your, what's your thoughts on quality anyway? Um, who's your winners of quality? Who's your losers of quality? And just any um, takes in general and just surround the quality. Uh, winners of quality, Red Bull and Ferrari. Ferrari still got that one flat pace. You can see what Leclerc did in Q2. And then easily um, dealing with um, the Mercedes and Aston Martin when it came to one lap pace. It was a it kind of looked like they were a class apart from the rest of the pack, apart from Red Bull. Red Bull was just doing Red Bull things. Uh, Aston Martin kind of showed, listen, we might be faster than uh, the the team of an engine to run. We might be faster than them. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting quality because you could see that, especially the, the spread gap, like like Huawei said, look, these rigs are cooking now. We're seeing te- the teams that are having more win, on t- win tunnel time, making lots and lots of gains, and the top teams kind of stagnating apart from, apart from Red Bull. So it's really going to be good to see how it works over the season, to see those teams that have like maybe have 120% win tunnel time compared to the Red Bulls that have a 63% win tunnel time. Um, okay, disappointing, obviously, McLaren. McLaren looked horrible. Uh, it looked like a horrible car to handle. Um, just looking at it in person, especially turn two, turn three. Oh, the only people that were really struggling and having lots of different corrections were Piastri and Norris, because that's clearly a really difficult car to handle. Um, I think, especially with uh, McLaren and AlphaTauri and Williams, they just didn't look like they had that one lap pace. Um, but race day kind of was different for especially one of the Williams. So I know we'll be speaking on that as well. Cool. Okay. Let's move on to the race start. So, <laughs> of course, we had the race start. We managed to watch this live. Kind of lit. So, of course, um, Shaw was Jelly Wrist. He managed to uh, cart Alonso, Daddy and Brad Fame. And uh, Ocon had a Harlow with the uh, positioning, good positioning thing. Yeah, basically. So, Kwame, I'm continuing this. What's your thoughts on uh, the race start? Um, I feel like the main thing that Happened at the start was um, 
Straw and Lonzo. Um, that was the main thing. Um, Straw kind of, you know, trying to overtake Lonzo, cooking it. Um, I also didn't have the best of starts. Um, but, you know, we'll talk about it later, how, you know, that didn't affect him as much as it should have done. Um, but yeah, that incident there could have been much more of a bigger one um, because it could have been, could have potentially been doubly enough as mine. That's how serious that crash was, but you know, yeah, they were carved it, so. Yeah, that Aston Martin made of steel bomb, I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. Like, usually, like, if you get that kind of incident, you're finished. Either driver, yeah. Rear wing maybe dusted, get me, side panel. Yeah. We are allowing on to it. Following as well from Shaw because he saw. He's front wheels, front wheels fine. Other drivers this weekend, <coughs> Hockenberg, um, a bit of curb and their yeah, wings were dusted, bro, but that wasn't the case, you know, for the rest of minds. And uh, even uh, watching it back in the commentary, even the Sands, watching it back, they were even saying how surprised, how strong the rest of mine was. Um, even some of the overtakes they did in the race, um, they were putting in more road to road action than they should have. So, yeah. We have to give allowances to Stroll anyway. That as well. What is Dan Fallows cooking? No, it's not even what Dan Fallows cooking. What's FIA cooking? What's everybody cooking to allow a guy with two broken wrists to, and That's a broken true. toe to come jump in the car? He did well, though. He did. He didn't die. He got, what is it, fifth, was P- it? P6. P6. Yeah. Let's stay in place. He's got guts, man. And I was seeing that he's meant to be back. They were planning for him to be back in uh, Australia, back in. Not even as early as, um, yeah, Bahrain, so. Damn. Well, it's two weeks as well, like 15 days it's been since that accident happened. And he's already cooking like this. Hopefully that doesn't affect him in the long run in terms of health, or, I don't know, I'm not a doctor. I don't know why MotoGP doctors are giving you the okay, that's a bit weird to me, but. They know about wrist injuries, no? Because back there. No, no, it's, the, it's more they, they're just gonna they're patch, just you. They're, they patch you up. Right? Man, like, that man will patch yeah, you but up they, instantly. If the, w- the way you fall off a bicycle is the same as a motorbike, no? The same mechanics. I don't know. fall off my bike, bro. Man said, I've got no stabilised. It's got stabilised. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Thank you. Fuck you, hell. Right, it's okay. But hopefully, Shaw doesn't have any long term effects, but, you know. I have to wait and see, because he was looking a bit sketchy this weekend, I can't lie, in terms of like practice, quality, etc. But he managed to get through, so fair enough. Okay, uh, let's move on to probably the most interesting scrap of the whole race. That was Aston Martin versus Mercedes. Now, this is a bit of an oxymoron because, of course, Aston Martin take Mercedes engines, gearbox, rear suspension, to be fair. But they still managed to make um, make it look a bit silly, to be fair. And it is quite funny that um, Total Focus came out and said um, the concept was not wrong and they might need to start again. So is that like a early excuse to get out of the way because they were expecting us not to cook? Was it not to it? Well, let's get on to, uh, let's go to Chris. Chris, what's your opinion? I know you were saying, of course, because um, your off did quite well today. And um, both of your guys didn't do quite well today. Maybe it's more of a car issue. I think I like to lean on that, but um, yeah. What what's your opinions on um, Mercedes' performance today and um, Aston Martin's performance today? Also, so Aston Martin have clearly built a good car. It's driving like it's, we can see it with our eyes when we're watching it through turn one. We can see that the Red Bull and Aston Martin were flying through that corner. 
they looked very balanced and under control and their tyre work was very, very good. Like they were, their tyres were lasting since they were always closing in on Mercedes at the end of these stints. So it wasn't necessarily right away they were on them, it was at the end of stints where they were closing up the gap. So we saw at the end of the race, um, Stroll closing up to Lewis. We saw at the end of the first stint, Alonso got George. So it's clear that this car is looking after its tyres, it's well balanced and the drivers are having fun driving. Like you see Alonso gleaming on the radio talking about how great everything is. Whereas you go to Mercedes and you see that the way they're talking is like there's a lot of work to be done. You know, we heard George complaining about tyre wear. We've heard stories about rear instability. We've heard stories about this, that and another. The concept is wrong. They need to make a big change. I don't know what the ins and outs of the concept that that's not our expertise, but they need to fix something. We need to find out what's actually wrong and there to make things correct. They tried to be brave and stick with their current concept. It was wrong. They were wrong and strong and now they're suffering the consequences. Like you have two world-class drivers, but they can't do the things that world-class drivers do when your car is just not good enough. It's poor. Like Sainz's tires were finished and Ferrari have problems with tire wear, but Mercedes couldn't beat them on traction because their, their tire wear is also bad. The rear traction is bad. So it's like, this track kind of exposed a lot of the weaknesses in that car as well. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Mm. Yeah, Mustafa, um, Mahan, I'm going to come to you for the same thing. Any opinions? Any opinions on it? Say these, how, how you think um, they did this weekend? Aston Martin, I'm hearing a lot of bits of talk from people saying, oh, who's the Aston Martin that we got the tip for? But, um, yeah, what, what's your opinions on both these teams and how they have fared so far in um, the season opener? I think, can't lie, a lot of the internet fan base, they got have to owe these journalists an apology. Because when they told you lot, Aston Martin's faster than Mercedes, you lot were saying, this is testing, Joe. This is not real. These lot don't know what they're talking about and so on. Listen, it's clear. It's clear as day, man. It's clear as day, Aston Martin. It's going to be like an Aston Martin Ferrari thing. We've already seen Red Bull down the road. Unless Merck do something drastic, I saw too many times where it just looked like Aston Martin was the superior car today compared to Merck. We saw what... Um, George getting overtaken by Stroll. Stroll's got no art the hands, man. He's got no wrists and he just dispatched him like it's nothing. Imagine a fully fit Stroll. Stroll, a fully fit Stroll gets P4. Mm. In front of Lewis. And by the end of the race, he was catching Lewis, didn't he? With no wrists. He was. So now Toto said that the concept's wrong. We need to change it, blah blah blah. You can't go into a season like this. We've seen that McLaren already admitted that the concept was wrong and they were going in the wrong direction back in December. And that the new car is not ready until Baku. And they're getting cooked for that. These Mercedes are basically saying, we're scrapping from race one. 
So when is this new car going to come? Yeah. But McLaren, the team, they'll get heat. But Mercedes don't get heat. Mm. For changing their mind on concepts. It's a scary house. Aston Martin. Obviously, Fernando Alonso is going to show this season in the car. Guess what he showed this season in the car? Wonderful move on Lewis Hamilton. Cooked all day. Strolls eating as well. Makes me sick. I don't really particularly fond of Aston Martin, but obviously they've cooked something up. Dan Fallows has picked something up from Newey. They know how to deal with round effect cars. They know. It's funny because the, the Aston Martin kind of looks like the Ferrari rather than the Red Bull. But clearly they're doing the same thing as Red Bull with the, with the underfloor. And it's not like Aston Martin's anywhere near Red Bull. They're not. Because if you saw the time gap between Max Verstappen in third place, I'm sure, I'm sure it was like 38 seconds or something mm. like that. Yeah, it was. So they're not even in the same stratosphere as Red Bull. But they might be clearly better than Ferrari and Mercedes right now. So now over to you, Ferrari. Over to you, um, um, Mercedes uh, see you can chat to Aston Martin later this season remember that Aston Martin has significantly more development and CFD time this season than both of those teams mm-hmm. so it could be scary hours yeah. or the car could be illegal that is the easy uh, Alleg- allegedly that is the easy uh, quip to go to but obviously if you have eyes and a brain uh if you look at the trajectory of the second half of the season, this shouldn't be that much of a surprise in the grand scheme of things. Um, I'm not going to jump the boat and be like, yo, let's go. Because we've seen in Bahrain, it can be a sort of like a deception trap. If you cook in Bahrain, it doesn't mean you're going to cook for the rest of the season. Forget about developments and stuff like that. The real test is, let's say, when it gets to Baku, let's see, is that car legit? Is the hype real? Is this not just, you know, We've had a good day, sort of situation, if you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, they look significantly better than the whole field apart from Red Bull, to be fair. And I can't fault them. And Lonzo was sweeping, I can't lie, he was a little mad. Like the move he put up on Lewis was, was crazy, I can't lie. And he's able to do, do stuff like that and call like that. And unfish straws able to sweep like that. It's kind of scary, I, was, I can't lie. But I suppose you that's the pigs, if you, if you will, you get when you hire. People from the big three, people from Ferrari, people from Red Bull, people from Mercedes, when they can congolute, if you will, and put the ideas together, hey, they can cook up a good car, who the fault? But yeah. Uh, Kwame, I'm going to come to you for this. Um, do you think the hype of Aston Martin is real, or do you think it was just Barney attacks, as I like to say? I think the hype's real. Um, I think the hype's real, you know, if you look at all the um, January pre-season, um, that's good reason why they were saying uh, Aston Martin should be, uh, be top three. Even looking at the drivers as well, looking at the uh, interviews, um, <clears throat> comparing Lewis and George's uh, personality, um, their you know their persona about McLaren, about McLaren, Mercedes. Sorry, um, a lot of them were not. Both of them were not sure about you know. Oh, we hope we be up there, or you know we should you know improve. We should be better. Um, I didn't get that. Um, the atmosphere or that, that, that vibe of Aston Martin. Um, Fernando seems very, you know, rejuvenated. But his, his picture on the screen looks like he's like aged 10 years younger, fam. Like, it looked like, oh yeah, man's happy to race. Stroll, you know, is again cooking with no wrist. Um, what they've done well is, um, I feel like they've got the best bits of each of the teams. 
So Mercedes is as much faster as they can do. Um, that's possible. And then the aerodynamics is kind of swaying towards Red Bull, who were the best aerodynamics team, uh, aerodynamic team um, in this current race. So missing both roles. Um, again, their floor is very similar to um, Red Bull, which is we've described that cars is where most of the pace is coming from. And that and the exhaust as well. So I find this to be very logical. And like I said, the improvement was definitely last year. I didn't think it'd be this much of an improvement. Well, the previous one. Yeah, no, most definitely. Going to have to um, see how that battle pans off for the rest of the season, but it's definitely open interesting already. So, let's move on to Ferrari. So, in the race, um, Shaw was comfy-ish second for some period of time. And then that lap, was, I can't remember what lap it was, maybe like lap 14 or something like that. Uh, he got a DNF, um, a mechanical error. We don't know as as far as... Um, where we are up to recording right now, what the actual ever was in terms of this said engine. 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 Yeah. yeah, very vague, but engine. I, I think he was uh, I think Perezo was like a den. Yeah, Perezo was like a like no man's like yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um and that's funny as well because I do recall Charles saying that uh, he got a new battery as well. So um there's a fair bit of work for um Christopher Saw and uh, Co to do there. Also science he wasn't really any anywhere to be fair. I mean he did finish fourth but he finished 10 seconds behind um, Fernando Alonso and Lewis was gaining on him and you know solo wrist he probably would have gained on him too to be fair so Chris I'm going to come to you on this what do you think of um, Ferrari's Sunday and how success, successful in a way would you put down there Freddie Pessoa's first race in charge of the Scuderia it's been a failure but it's not his fault it's you know the car seems to eat its tyres, which is the problem that science is facing. So he was on the defensive the entire time and he even said that if I defend, I won't make the end of the race because, you know, the tyres are cooked. In the curse case, there's an engine problem. We don't know what, why. It could be a piece of bad luck, could be just someone doing something wrong. Until they take it back and look at it, we won't know. Um, I think... In quality pace, they're not far off the Red Bull. And I think it's just a case of them maximising the car. So right now, it's still early. We're only on three days of testing, and this is the first race. So we don't know the maximum <coughs> capabilities of these cars. So we don't know how good Ferrari is. Because the Ferrari was seemingly nowhere. Then they suddenly jumped up to be towards the front. And I think once they get things cracking and moving correctly, I think they'll be a lot closer to Red Bull and it shouldn't be as easy as the domination that Red Bull have. So right now, there's still a lot of work to be done. And I think Fred Fussell's even said that there's a lot of work to be done, but I think it's becoming clearer the sort of things they need to do to fix and be better. So I think the, they're in the title for a second right now, but I think over the course, they will jump ahead of Aston Martin, even regardless of Aston's development time. Okay, cool. Um, we need to. Right, cool. And we'll be right back just after these messages. Okay, cool. Uh, thanks for that, Chris. So, I'm putting you in the squad, mate. Uh, what did you think of Ferrari's week weekend in total? Um, and it looked in quality, in the race, up until Charles DNF. 
and sounds his performance also. So I feel like uh, for I feel like they're in a similar position to uh, last year in the sense that um, their quality of one that plays seems to be very good. So they do seem to have like a fast car, but the issue is their actual race pacing itself is still is quite questionable. Um, last year was more of an issue, more of strategy and engines. Bahrain is not really uh, uh, it, it is it is uh, power heavy, uh, heavy, but it's not really a place that is strategy really heavy either. So. It seemed to be more of the issue with the race pace that, like Chris said, we don't know if it's um, to do with how their car's up, that's cooking their tires, or the way their car's set up, that you know the engine is blowing up, or if these issues are just kind of happening by chance. To me, it, it doesn't seem like happening by chance. They kind of need to sort out what's happening. But the car's fast. It will be better for second place. It's just being more consistent with longer stints. Um, which I think they'll be over the season. Yeah, cool. Right, let's move on to McLaren. So, McLaren didn't have the best of Sundays. Uh, Oscar Piastri had a DNF, I think, because of steering issue. And also, sorry, gearbox issue. Yeah, that's correct. And Landon Norris, he finished 17th, or basically last. Because Anif Hadley was doing basically test and runs in a race, which is just quite alarming to be fair. So, the perfect person to go to for this lad is none other than Mahad. Mahad, how much are McLaren are in trouble? Well, not in trouble. You just have to go through said pain. If they told you this was going to happen and it happened, why should you be surprised by it? They told you they haven't developed the car that's there since December. Since the second side we left, they haven't developed that car. They just started doing something else. They went in a different direction, development-wise. They said the first three races were going to be pain. Here we are, we're in pain. The car is extremely difficult to drive. If they found something that... If they found out something that could possibly propel the car forward to the top of the midfield, you're better off pursuing that direction, right? So they've gone down that direction. They've done it early. Not enough time, not in enough time to be ready for the new season, but I'm quite confident that things will start to settle down and things will start to progress. Like you guys did in Bloom last year. I remember this time last year, Bahrain, when we were like 17th, we were the same type of positions we're in now, and we will be saying, Oh, my camera finished, they're nothing, what's going to happen here? Questions need to be asked, and then three weeks later, three races later, they're on a podium yeah. and the top of the midfield. So I don't really act reactionary to places like Bahrain. Obviously, it's painful if you're a McLaren fan to see that kind of stuff, especially if you're a Lando fan. You want to every season you start off badly, but um, it's just about getting through this this process at this moment in time. Twenty twenty three was never marked as a year. To do anything special whatsoever, the key years are twenty twenty four and twenty twenty six, so just keep pushing to that. Piastri unfortunately didn't get to really have a debut out of his own control, so anybody that's like, oh my god, look Daniel, look this is what happens when you treat Daniel this way, whatever, you guys are delusional. First of all, I've seen people saying, look, Oscar went to McLaren to qualify eighteenth, but Daniel Ricciardo qualified eighteenth in the same race last year. So, let's have some shame here. He's a rookie that was his first ever F1 race and he kind of got taken out of his own hands. I saw a nice overtake by Oscar on, who was it? 
forgot what it was. Was it, it was a show? It was a star net. It was, it was like, you know, first couple show, yeah. I think it might have been Joe. No, it wasn't. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know why Joe was even on there in the first place to get overtaken by McLaren. Um, Lando Norris. <laughs> Actually, I, I think I have to finish it. Joe might have been the person that Ocon hit at the beginning of the race. You provide evidence for that. Because <laughs> Ocon changed his front of him, South Africans. And then Joe fell back the way he did. Not well. Yeah, but we'll, 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 we don't know. We well, like you guys who are watching our own see. Yeah, obviously. Then I think it got to a point. Lando was holding on to. I think it was like P eight, P nine for a while, in the first couple of laps, and it just wasn't sustainable. He had knock ups in turn one. It's just, it's not, and it's not the first time that a McLaren locked up on turn one or had issues in turn two and three. It was very, very. Out of all the cars that look like. These lot fight for their lives driving that car, and that's not a good sign. But it kind of shows that's a car that hasn't been touched since December. They just said, "Okay, we're gonna go somewhere else with it," and that's what happens when you got a car that you're not really particularly interested in because you've got a new team coming. That's how it's gonna be. So it's gonna be a bit of teething pains. Bahrain tracks not really a track where you can come with an undeveloped car, especially with the amount of testing everybody else has gone to refine and tweak their car to actually perform well in Bahrain. And they just got caught napping. Um, they kind of just threw the towel in once it, Lando started having engine issues. So they just said, oh, let's just do some testing and work out this. But they've got a very similar issue to Ferrari in terms of the tyre day as well. Mm. But you're not tired, so they're just trying to work that issue out and just collect some data as well. So it's not all doom and gloom. We had zero points on the board this time last year. Bahrain got zero points on the board now. That's a long season. If it's still like this in... Barcelona, and then I come back to talk to me about how I really feel. Are we done no matter what? You'll be done no matter what. Are we done no matter what? Uh, it's pissing me off with your Aston Martin fans. <laughs> <laughs> it's making me sick. George, so it's, it's ironic, yeah, because I do have stock in both drivers, but I just don't care about the fan, the brand itself. But. Dan Fellow should be on McLaren, but Red Bull was trying to take us to court. I, I read about that. I know. 2014. Yeah. And then we had to stop. He signed a contract with us. And Red Bull's crying. Rebel said, nah, G. And then Lance, Lance Joe came and said, nah, we'll, we'll pay them fees. And you had them on Gardening League for a year and a half in the, in the cupboard. No, it wasn't even that. It was, they Red Bull wanted them on Gardening League for a year and a half, but we brought the start date forward. That's why you started last year in like April. You started after Barcelona. Yeah, mid of yeah. season. Yeah, something like that, yeah. But you wanted them on Gardening League for longer. This is why that's not cooking now. Because this is what Red Bull didn't want. Even though we're not friends with them. But this is, this is not what they wanted. But hey ho, get out of your living in. There you go. So, with that segue, let's move on to Red Bull. So, Max, he absolutely cooked today. He finished, what was it, 11 seconds behind his teammate? Yeah. Let's round over. We, we were at the track. We didn't even know where Matt was. We didn't know where he was. He was he was just riding solo. He was the only person that was literally racing by himself. Yeah, he was riding solo. Like, after two laps, he was like two seconds ahead. And I was like, what the fuck? Then after 10 laps, he was 6.9 seconds ahead. Yeah. I don't know what was more dominant performance, either yeah. Max today or uh, Porsche in the um, F2 race. Both of them two guys were just cooking the whole field, man. It was, it was crazy to see. Bro, it was absolute cook sesh. Absolute cook Porsche won by like 20 seconds, right? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Insane. Crazy. Crazy. But yeah, Red, Red Bull, they did a, how to put it, reverse Bahrain from last year. So, as you know, Ferrari did a 1-2 last year. Red Bull did a 1-2 in the DNFs last year. 
And uh, Red Bull got it back in blood. They did a 1 2 this year, and Ferrari, well, only one of the Ferraris, Shaw, DNF'd. And then so Carlos Sainz managed to black fourth. So, not a particularly good day for them. So, Juan, mate, I'm going to put you in this. What did you think of Rebels' dominant performance today? Oh, bro, they were cooking. Uh, they were dominant. Um, like, like we said, there was a point where we didn't know where Max was because he was in his own field. Um, yeah, about what? 10 seconds of his teammate, and it seems off 27 seconds of Alonso, which kind of shows how dominant they, they were. Because, like, Perez to be that far ahead of Alonso, like, Perez, some races he can very get lost in, in the uh, midfield at times. And he didn't do that today, so you got to give it to them. And um, it kind of shows how far they progressed from last year. Um, Quite has been fourth image as well, in the sense how close it was. But race pace, they were another, another league. Cool. So let's move on to drive of the day. Uh, Chris, I'm going to you on this. Who's your drive of the day? Um, I will go with Lance Joe because he has no risks and we're broken tall and he's still put ahead of one of the Mercedes, closing in the other. It was a very strong performance. His teammate obviously deserves an honorable mention shot as well. And the race winner, because you've won the race at Canter. But I'll give it to Lance Stroll just through the circumstances of no testing and he's come back and done this while being quite clearly not 100%. So that's my reason for drive of the day. Cool. Kwame, uh, who's your job of the day? I'm going to go for a niche bit here. Um, I thought that Ombo uh, shout-outs for sure would be Stroll, uh, Alonso, uh, Gasly, Max. But I'm going to go for Albert actually. Um, the Williams actually surprised me um, to fairview him came P10 um, he had a lot of pressure from Yuki in behind as well um, he was quite he was, for the majority of it was fine up with um, Gasly as well who shot up the grid in the faster car in the Alpine but you know the fact that you know they got P10 um, the fact that again in Bahrain they were what he got he came P15 as well in quality um, yeah I got to give it to him um, to get, I didn't think they'll be this fast uh, this quick uh in Bahrain, I thought they'd be at the back of the grid. So the fact that him and Sergeant P10, P12, got given to Williams. It's just be interesting to see how they progress their car because just computer effects are both on. The one James Bowers, obviously he ain't <laughs> made this car in what a couple of months, a couple of weeks. So be interesting to see if they go up or down um, throughout the season. So I think that'd be something to watch out on their progression. And also because they came last, they had the most what 120 percent time as well on um, wind tunnel, so watch out for them. Cool. And uh, Mahad, who's your driver of the day? Lance Stroll. Has to be Lance Stroll. I know people want to say Pierre Gasly and Fernando Alonso. That's expected. Uh, Pierre Gasly is not going to be in the back the whole race with like, a bloody Alpine engine. And Fernando Alonso, if you give him a car, you've seen if you give him a car what he does. But you have to understand, Lance Stroll did zero testing surgery like 13 days ago he was getting like help getting out of the car he was crying about his wrists in practice and was pulling off moves and dunking on people and putting P8 in quality and P6 in the wrist so yeah and you must be wondering why I'm off camera well one of the cameras buried that so you rejects guys yeah you I thought the director just wanted to change position Listen, listeners, you're going to have to hold Are you, are you calling me still Spielberg? I'm a chaotic director. Get better lighting. Yeah. Mm. 
It's given more um, who's his face. He directed um, was it Inglorious? Was it Tarantino? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just given. Hey, we don't say that word on this podcast. Yeah, we're good now. Of course. Not. But is that is that a bad word, John? Look, we are. Let me let's, speak. let's move on. Let me not speak. Yeah, let's not speak on that. Also, we found in the same boat as R and B man. Let's move on. Let's see if you award. Who is um? Who's your let's see if you award, Mahab? Let's see if you award is uh, for Ocon. Good mm-hmm. guy. What was he doing? That's an obvious one. I was going to drink. Multiple penalties went from in the points to out the race. Very chaotic. His teammate was just dunking on his skull. I know a lot of situations. I know that Chris is getting stressed out from things I've seen from Ray, but he's got a whole deal. The other candidate is George Russell telling Lewis Hamilton, I'm faster than you, and then ended up getting cooked by Stroll. The guy with no wrist. That's crazy. But I'll say my one in a second. I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Ocon and uh, yeah, just Ocon. That's it. Cool. Uh, not to segue, but my job today is also Lance Stroll for the same reasons as the guys mentioned. But uh, Chris, I'm going to for your Latifi award. My Latifi award belongs to the other driver who started in the points and ended up out of the points. Who's that? A bit of a penalty, Hockenberg. Okay. So it's easy to say Ocon. And to give a different name, Hulkenberg also went out of the points. A lot of track limit issues. Um, hit his front wing and had it changed. It was a bit. It was just a bit of a very poor race. Like he dropped back instantly from the beginning, and you know, he's there to lead the team, but he's behind. Came back in the end. He had a shocking, shock of a qualifying session. So it is what it is. It's a bit of a stinker today for Haas. They know it from both sides. It wasn't good enough. So, but again, yeah, we'll see what what they have cooked up in Jeddah. But it was a bit of a stinker from him and and Ocon today. Just in the hall, yeah. The hall. Come on. I would have actually given to Ocon, but but I've got another driver, and I can give it to. Joe Ganyu. This guy. This is a gender. No, no, no. Move on, man. Move on. This is hey, a gender. No, no, no. Don't even get hey, no, 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 no. Okay, you've got, you've got 15 seconds. Tell me why. So, okay, so his teammate was on count as well. His teammate was in P8. His teammate was actually cooking to be fairly in the midfield and in the points. He had his own race, you know, no crashes, nothing. This guy was going, the freeze was there, overtaken, man. This guy was there, no, wait, P16? So, second to last in the grid? Yeah, I did. Hey. I was sensing man saying, you know, this guy is the next common thing, he's got points. The last one, you listen, I want the guy to do well, and I'm not a hater. People even think I hate. I'm moving on, you're doing too much. You're full Look, just say Bottas did a good job, like, Bottas did a good job today. Drove well. Yeah, why do we Bottas as well? Yeah, good job. Bro, you've compared to your teammate, no? Let's just move on, man. We don't really need to talk about that, man. Okay, my LCF award is Charles Leclerc because I'm a prick. <laughs> <laughs> honest man, me I'm honest. He didn't uh, do anything. <laughs> yeah, but I don't even know who had actual. V- v- Richard, Richard was in the stand, saw that sort of smoke come up when Leclerc got upset. That's my drive of the day. I That's was my buzz of the day for water because in the desert it actually gets quite hot, you know. Pretty good. So oh, yeah. yeah. 
So I managed to see it on big TV, to be honest. I did not see it live. Well, I did see it live, track, but yeah, whatever. Um, but I don't know if you actually stunk, so I can't give you a proper answer. So I'm just saying, look at it. Couldn't wait for it. Give us, give us a, an answer of your experience. Of my experience? The track. That is. Um, maybe George. No, give us, no, give us your experience. Oh, track. sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I thought, oh. Uh, no, 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 don't do that. No, I thought you meant for my experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stunk. George didn't look good. I know. Yeah, he didn't look good. But, okay, let's, let's move on to um, our experience. Yeah. For listeners, yes, we are out in Bahrain. I know you're just thinking of maybe we're in someone's house. In London, and Airbnb or whatever. And things, yeah. But that's not the case. We are having in Bahrain. Vlog out soon. Make sure you watch that. Um, my experience, my experience. Um, interesting, I want to say. Uh, flight A was terrible. Um, the country is very, very small. It's like an island, to be fair. You can, clear, you can probably clear the country in like 40 minutes, it's, it's mad. Uh, tracks in the middle of nowhere, it's like it's literally in a desert, like there's nothing surrounding it. Uh, town centre, uh, it's, it's alright, like, you know, if you go along the, um, what a river, or like, what is it, like, where are we going to eat? Oh, that's kind of like a, yeah. a bay, yeah, yeah. it's going on a bay. Yeah. Yeah. That's quite nice. I think it's the four seasons in the backdrop. Um, what else? We didn't go the off-life since, unfortunately. So that would have been quite funny for the vlog. Um, airport's really, really nice. Top tier. 30 days small. Only one terminal. So, it's kind of, if you're waiting for a long flight, it's maybe not the most ideal thing in the world. Uh, prices for stuff. Uh, prices are the track for at least for like water and juices and stuff like that. It was really, really good. For like um, an entertainment perspective, like water was like a pound, juices were like a pound. Usually you go to like wow, just one that's up, that's like four pound and you have to hold them. Or you're waiting outside the dispenser for about two hours, which is long. Uh, in terms of like food and that, food is not the best, I'll be honest with you. Like even in and out, maybe that's one to run with. I say like a lot of, what we experience is a lot of like fast food choices. So if you're a person yeah. using only your healthy eating, you're on your diet, You've got other dietary requirements. I think before you travel now, I can't lie, no one's deep, but... Well, I say PTs don't come here. Yeah. They just all that. Uh, what else? What else? You might come try me. I can't think of anything else, to be fair. Great facilities. Yeah. It is nice. It's very clean. Like, the toilet, toilets and stuff nice. There's a lot of them. There is a lot of different food vendors and a lot of F1 stores about, scattered about. Um, the karting track was good fun. So stuff else you can do while you're there, the karting. There's like a lot of like attractions going on. So they're trying to make a spectacle of things. And all the sound, seeing as all the stands are next to each other, it's like all concentrated in one place. So you're not running around too much. So everything's quite well organised and, you know, Obviously, there's some trickier puts that you have to just to learn while you're here, but generally it's quite clean, very safe, and you know it's a good good vibe. No, I think so. I say it's very very uh, family friendly as well. So there's like a lot of like, performances going on as well. Um, there's like these like clown kind of um, those are clown people, but there was some dogs acting it like around. Yeah, there was people um, still. Oh, so yeah, yeah, there were that. Messages. Where do you find them? 
when you when you find the people. Oh, okay, with that question, yeah. man, we're recording, we're recording. Also, one thing that we've got to know is about um alcohol consumption. There's only one place where there are people consuming alcohol, so generally it's actually quite very family friendly and quite pleasant. So you're able to like you won't be necessarily next to some drunk yobo or outlandish behaviour that's been a problem at other venues. Whereas here it's been I haven't noticed any of it and I and I haven't seen any reports of anything like that, so it's actually very, it's been very nice to see. Uh wild range of fans well and also one thing that's quite important is like travelling as well. Um so this country is mainly built with a lot of roads and motorways, so um bear that mind if you come in here. Um Uber would be your best friend or uh, a higher car would be your best friend. Um, they ain't know, you know, like public transport to get to A to B, so bear that in mind when coming here. Traffic ain't the best in all honesty, ain't, ain't the best, but you know, if you do plan ahead, you can get to the place quickly. Yeah, no, um, yeah, of course, you even talk about the, the um, entertainment aspects in terms of like next to the shop. So, of course, you have the Hit Stop Challenge, which is really fun. Uh, they had, uh, what's his name? Okay, yeah. David Dorf. To be fair, no, you'll no, see, no. we'll see all of this in the vlog as well. Yeah, you see all of them. There are fans yeah. there as well. So certain drivers came up and talked to the fans as well. Um, that the whole list of people there. Uh, one problem with Toya, Mika, uh, Vowles was there, Gunter. So. But yeah, that's uh, that's all for today's pod. Please make sure you do the usual, of course. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Like, comment, subscribe. And yeah, make sure to um, stay, tuned, stay, stay tuned for another episode of Soft Rocker next week and for the upcoming vlog. Peace. Peace. Sorry. Brand new season, brand new yeah. dawn for Formula One. It's the Bahrain Grand Prix. And it's lights out and away we go. We are the green, green, green. This for my kids. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.